Behold, a podcast for the ages, recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Roughhouse Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their warhammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task, complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Roughhouse Podcast with Marty and Christoph. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Roughhouse Podcast, episode 357, recording date February 4, 2024. I'm Marty. I'm Christoph, and uh, I feel like I need to do something after we record these podcasts now to like decompress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're becoming very high stress. And yeah. also <laughs> me saying the recording date is becoming more important than ever. Yes. Because shit's turning on a dime right now. Yeah. A lot of stuff is happening. It's happening very quickly. It's happening very publicly. Yeah. It's happening very, um, uh, I don't, I don't even know what any other adjectives. Yeah, let, 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 let's just get right into it. The World Wrestling Federation. Adverbs. We be adverbs. Yes, ad, adverbs. So, <laughs> okay. So there's, there's two, there's two things going on with WWE right now. Welcome to Grammar Talk. Yes, yes. <laughs> We've got the Vince McMahon ordeal. Yeah. And we've got the road to WrestleMania. Let us talk about non kayfabe before we talk about kayfabe. Yeah, yeah, good call. Yeah. So the feds are coming for Vince now. Feds are after the Fed. Uh. Yeah. Um, you know, we we discussed at length last week uh, the the lawsuit that was filed by one of the uh, accusers of uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon mm-hmm. uh, that was under NDA and NDA that was severed when he stopped paying. Uh, and uh, extremely salacious details came out. Very graphic. Um, very graphic, very horrible. Again, uh, if you have not read the lawsuit, don't do not do it to yourself. You, you, have, <laughs> you have better uses of your time. Yeah. Just know he sucks a lot. Um, but the feds are now involved, and they're looking at it as a trafficking case. Yes. And so the thing that's funny is – and. I can't recall if we talked about it at the time. Okay. But I remember over the summer, there was the word that WWE offices were raided and the feds got Vince's phone. So this isn't new. They they had to know something was coming. Well, weren't there two what? different federal investigations though? Because there was one um, via the SEC – Oh, yes. Yeah. And then there's now there's this one of which uh, Department of Justice, uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, FBI, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think it is. I, I think it is the FBI that gets involved in trafficking or NCIS or CSI. It's one of the ones on CBS. <laughs> yeah. CBS, we still exist somehow. Uh, <laughs> the thing about this is. we got to watch something. <laughs> true. True. Well, you know what? fucking blue bloods is going away i don't uh, an entire nation still gonna be, on yeah an entire nation is gonna be deeply sad when uh tom Selleck does whatever he does on that show I, is uh, he a cop is he a firefighter i don't fucking know what's donnie Wahlberg gonna do now 
continue to live off of Jenny McCarthy's remaining fame. I, I enjoy his one fourth percentage of Wahlburgers, something uh, like that. Um, anyway, the feds are involved. They're investigating all of this. And in turn, everyone who we were talking about last week, who had to know something, uh-huh. who had to be involved. Well, the heat is on even more for them. Because as the feds like to tell us all, if we see something, we should say something. Mm-hmm. And the question is, did they see something? Did they forget to say something? And uh, I don't think forget is the word to use there. Yeah. Yeah. Neglect. <laughs> uh, um, ordered not to. Yeah. Uh, paid to not to. That's right. a whole other wrinkle in this sort of things. Like, hey, you know, Paul, I know you've seen some shit in here. I'll tack on another five mil a year if you just shut up. Well, uh, more suits are coming. More involvement's happening. I thought John, the show ended. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it's apparently coming back because people have been watching it on Netflix. Oh, Irony. Wow. Um, Johnny Ace is now officially filing a lawsuit. Uh Uh, The lawyer for Johnny A saying, quote, he's a victim in this case, not a predator. That takes some massive fucking balls. Yes. Yes. Huge balls. Uh, Bold move, See how it plays out for him. (laughs) Uh, and, and the Bella twins are definitely not getting invited to the hall of fame ceremony this year. As they issued a statement, just say like, we believe victims. We think the, what's been said is an atrocity. You know, the things that Paul probably should have said, but I digress. And the uh, things about their father, uh, stepfather. The, yeah. <laughs> and John Laurinaitis. That's something I was thinking about. While watching Collision last night, I, I watched the first half of Collision a few oh, hours Brian, after. Oh, Brian! Fuck! Yeah, yeah. That's that's Brian's father-in-law in law. I would yeah. stepfather-in-law. Step- I don't know father- how it works. I don't know how it works. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it, it's <laughs> he he's involved in this sort of um, his mother-in-law's husband. Yes, <laughs> I think that would be stepfather-in-law. I could be. I, I guess it just sounds weird that way. Yeah, well, anyway, Johnny Ace, um, who, by the way, was said to have had some uh, indiscretions with one Makoto Baba, wife of Giant Baba in his All Japan days, if rumors be believed. Really? Yep. Johnny Ace became the Gaijin Booker. Uh, Anyway. Wow. So he's now turning on events. The, the, the rats are running from the ship, you know, like he's um, trying to save some face, but in doing so basically confirmed everything in the lawsuit. Oh, absolutely. And then vice on, I think it was Thursday dropped the bomb that there were multiple NDAs drafted and signed without WWE's knowledge. Yeah, that ain't good. That's not good. But also I would say, is this the beginning of uh, even further distancing? We, we we go into it a little bit on this week's Schlegel Soapbox, patreon.com slash the roughhouse podcast. If you want to hear Justin's take on it, he's got some very, very solid ideas. But this is where, as TKO, as a business, you start to separate yourself from what was. You start to underline the corruption before you came in and presumably are cleaning it all up. 
making it a viable form of family entertainment for such content partners as Netflix and NBC Universal. They're now absolutely burying Vince to the press because for this to come out, it has to be someone within WWE who let it out. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Brock Lesnar now persona non grata. He got dropped from uh, one of the mobile games. All his merch is on clearance. Presumably he's going to be cut out of WWE 2K24, which they just announced this week. Um, Not to mention the road to WrestleMania. All the plans changed for that. Totally gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, fuck it. The the entire road to WrestleMania is being repaved as we speak. Uh, It's like uh, $6.95 right now. Constantly under construction. Here's a question, Chris. Uh Uh-huh. As you might recall, for a very long time, and I recognize these two incidences are apples and oranges, but I think it is a, a close comparison. And of course, apples, oranges, different, both fruit. When Chris Benoit did what he did mm-hmm. cut out of fucking everything. Yeah. After the initial, uh, <laughs> memorial After the initial show. tribute episode, right? Once they realized, or uh, no, I believe it was knew. during the show, they yeah. found out or yeah, yeah, yeah. I have even heard. Some Depends on who you ask. <laughs> I've heard some say they knew before they went. Live. Right. Um, yeah. Anyway, just really just run into rerun. No one would know a lot of, especially in that era. A lot of Raw's were exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, like WrestleMania 20 was talked about the collision between Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't mention who won it. And then when the WWE network launched fucking 10 years ago this month, uh, you could skip through pay-per-views to find individual matches mm-hmm. except for Chris Benoit's matches. Right. Nor could you search for him by name. Yeah. Not doable. If I'm Peacock, do I start scrubbing the <sighs> WWE section of everything that Vince is on? It's Man, a lot. That is a big undertaking right there. But, you know, you have Vince making women, uh, you know, bark like a dog and take off their clothes. And his, underlings, yeah, era. The, his underlings have to smooch his butt in front of a live crowd and uh, you know, uh, being really creepy in a feud with Stephanie and uh, like making out with Trish and yeah, yeah. in front of his quote unquote what, comatose yeah. wife. Right. Uh, I think he had a thing with Sable when she came back in the two thousands. Like there is a laundry list of things that in retrospect, it's like the, it was on the fucking wall the whole time. Oh no, uh, it, was, it was all there. It yeah. was, uh, it was art imitating life. And if you're Netflix, do you just not bother downloading those files at this point? <laughs> like you're you're about to launch everything internationally because you're getting everything. Oh, that's right. Do you just kind of go like, okay, so all of these episodes of Raw and SmackDown and these pay-per-views that we don't need to insert them in the I'm system. I'm making an addendum to the contract of say, before we do everything that put it on WWE. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. To you use their manpower it. to remove Vince from every, wow. Everything yeah. back to him announcing welcome to WrestleMania. I mean, yeah. we're going back 40 years here. Yeah. How many shows did he commentate on? 
all of them at the you yeah, know in the early late eighties, early nineties. The entire McMahon Austin saga. Yeah. Like do the you ministry, leave that? Corporate ministry, the whole corporation. Do, do you uh, leave a great that question. out there? Um, it's a great question. Um I if if I'm Peacock, I don't want any if our Netflix, no, I don't no, want any of no, that. No, no. Because if there's things where and you know, uh, I, I I think we all know politically where I land on this, but there are things where people on websites go, or, you know, like reporters on Vice or other similar websites go, you know what? It took me 15 minutes to find Nazi content on Twitter. 15 well, seems like a very long time. I mean, yeah, it seems high, right? <laughs> but still, Netflix is filled with hundreds, if not thousands of hours of accused sexual predator Vince McMahon. What type of message is that sending to our children? Is that a headline that Netflix wants for their $5 billion investment? I mean, you can search for Hitler on Netflix and find a dozen documentaries. <laughs> yeah, but how many of them make him look like the triumphant hero in the end? Lest well, we I mean, forget. Vince was never the hero in Vince any of his feuds. Vince McMahon Triple H, where Vince became the first, for the first time, became WWF champion. Okay, I guess the leader of the WWE against the invading alliance. More often than not, Mr. McMahon, the character, Mr. McMahon was a motherfucker, a shithead. Yeah, don't get me wrong. But I mean, there's even recently there's a fucking smackdown where the Friday all this shit blew up. He comes out and the crowd's chanting, you know, Vince. Thank you, Vince. He says now then together forever. People in the crowd are fucking bowing. Is that. The image. No, that has to go. I mean, that definitely has to go. It is. It's a tricky thing. Sure. However, it is not as tricky as figuring out how to land this fucking WrestleMania card. (laughs) I mean, I don't think it's that tricky, honestly. (laughs) Well, well, it shouldn't be that tricky. It shouldn't be. You just just brought in a guy uh, who uh, notoriously... Um, goes in the business for himself and uh, will, uh, you know, has inserted himself into the biggest match of the year. Yeah. Uh, so, so Jesus let's, Christ. Let's take a step back. Royal Rumble. CM Punk takes a future shock DDT, starts grabbing his arm. Uh, he's probably just selling it. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. He's one of the final four. Him and just Cody. Airborne. It's still good. It's still good. Yeah. So him and Cody at the end, they go, they basically do a match. Yeah. At the end of the rumble, after however long they were both in the ring, they're working a full match. Cody wins. Cody's yelling, I'm coming for you, Roman. I'm going to finish the story. Monday. Uh, I'm Brian Alvarez. I'm on Twitter. Hi. Uh, CM Punk has a pretty major injury. More yeah. soon. Dave Meltzer. Yeah. Looks like it's bad. <laughs> Fucking first thing on Raw. Punk out there, arm in a sling, talking about he's going to be out at least six months with a <laughs> torn tricep. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at that, but it's, I don't, I don't, I'm not laughing at the man's pain. Sure. I'm laughing at the hilarity of the general reoccurrence of this happening. If George Lucas were writing this, he'd say it's poetry. It rhymes. You know, it, 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 that's, that's where we are. Today's a good day because I got Marty's George Lucas impersonation. You're welcome. You know, power of myth. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> so he tore his tricep. Also, yeah. 
killer segment. Got to give credit where credit is due. I don't know. If, did you see the back and forth he had with Drew? No, no. I okay. saw Drew t- talk mad shit on Twitter, but I didn't. Drew talk mad shit on Twitter. Drew is, uh, as, as someone pointed out uh, uh, on uh, on Twitter, he is not a Kenta level of hater, but for rookie hater of the year, yeah, yeah, Drew yeah. McIntyre, number one with a bullet. Uh, he's doing great meme work, or the WWE corporate social media team is doing killer meme work. I like to think work. it's true. He cuts this back and forth promo. You know, the whole idea is Drew did this. And, you know, when Punk comes back, he wants revenge. Well, when he starts, Drew's talking about Royal Rumble. And he's like, you know what? For so long, I dreamed of this. I prayed every single day. And you're thinking he's going to be like, and then you took my dream away from me. And then he goes, I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. And I got exactly what I wanted right to fucking punk <laughs> saying that he wanted punk fucking on the shelf. Yeah. I prayed his, for you to get injured. And yes. His prayers were answered. The good Lord delivers. Ins- exactly. So good. Now, granted, we don't know if Drew's going to be there after April. <laughs> we still don't know. No, no. His contract has not been uh, re-signed or re-offered or. And if I'm Drew, I'm going to keep him waiting, especially right now. Fuck yes, dude. Are you kidding uh, me? Because you don't also want to make it look like the talent's leaving because of all of this. So if I'm WWE, Brinks truck it up. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. TKO. So, still, you know, if you're Drew, you have to consider whether or not you want to fucking stay there at this point. Right, right. So it's like, okay, so Drew is building up this thing with Punk. And, it lo- and, and according to everybody, the two main events for WrestleMania, you would have Punk versus Seth for that world title. And then you'd have Cody finishing the story against Roman for the Universal Championship. Cody comes out on Monday. He's cutting a promo, talking about winning the Rumble, talking about how he's going to fulfill his destiny, talking about how he's going to complete the story. Seth Rollins comes out and he says, hey, 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 I know you're thinking about it, but I want you to recognize this is the belt of the workhorse. This is the belt of the guy who does it day in and day out. Do you want to be that champion or want to be the guy who takes time off? It was a clever move, right? Mm-hmm. It was just like, okay, they're they're trying to give Seth something to do while they're spinning wheels and figuring out what the fuck to do. <sighs> Cody says, I'm going to be on SmackDown on Friday. Make my decision. Pops up on SmackDown, main event segment. Him, Roman, Cody talking about, you know what? I said I need to finish my story. I said I need to take everything away from you. Who says I need to do it at WrestleMania? Because Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, is taking the spot. In fact, we uh, got this quote from Cody. Fuck on me! Yeah, tough times for Codester. As we are building to The Rock versus Roman Reigns and Cody, I guess, going against Seth. Who boy, what a fucking mess. An absolute mess. Not just because of the fact that, oh, they've had this year long thing. And look, I recognize Roman rock. That's a big time match, but it was being talked about as we found out later, apparently for Saudi Arabia or for mm-hmm. SummerSlam or for mania 41. Yeah. 
I get it. WWE TKO needs a PR win right now. Why not go with one of the biggest stars of stage, screen, all of it? Stage? Well, I'm I'm just using the turn of phrase. (laughs) God, could you imagine Dwayne Johnson on Broadway? (laughs) It'd be like watching Raw, just no ropes, really. Soft-shoeing, soft-shoeing a fucking, you know, a song of the top hat and cane, putting on the Ritz with Dwayne Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the fall touring company of Hamilton, Alexander oh. Hamilton, will be played by Dwayne Johnson. Um, oh my God, he works seven bucks in there somehow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, he drops he drops the people's elbow on King George the <laughs> Third. <laughs> Fuck! Someone make that happen. Um, he, anyway, he rewrites history in Rock Bottom's Aaron Burr. It's fucking great. So, so Rock's doing a favor now. Yes, he's on the board. Uh okay. Do yes, his favor that he wrote himself into. Come on, let's be honest here. Well, so that that is, that is the part that's being detangled now. So he's on the board. He has thirty million worth of stock. That after he got it, probably now worth twenty million. But anyway, uh, and the idea was, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna work a match eventually. He's gonna do it. Well. WWE needs a PR win right now. CM Punk, one of the guys who was going to main event, he's out. Who could have seen that coming? Everyone. Everyone and yeah. uh, hi, how are you? <laughs> Roman Reigns, right here. him and Cody, it's big. But could it be bigger? Well, by all means. It see, and that that's a matter of perspective. Absolutely. And this is where the disconnect comes in. Yes. Well, <clears throat> It's also where if you look at the tea leaves, things get interesting. So Rock is going to be in the main event of WrestleMania, supplanting Cody Rhodes. Uh-huh. It's expected to be officially announced or doing the, uh, the, the press, press conference on press conference gimmick, which was always one of my favorite things in like, you know, the, the superstars era where, mm-hmm. you know, you'd have like a, a fucking dais with like Macho Man, Randy Savage, Ric Flair, Hogan, Sid Justice, etc. New I Japan still does them. New Japan still does them. But like yeah. I always I always thought that was interesting. You yeah, know, and they would do it. So presumably that's where Cody's gonna say, I'm going for you, Seth, and Rock's like, oh, we're gonna do the biggest match ever. I'm gonna be the head of the table, whatever. <laughs> well, you know who's getting implanted into WWE and all of this? Implanted? Yes, implanted. Uh, embedded. That'd be Brian Gerwitz. Brian Gerwitz, who was mm-hmm. the head of creative for a very, very long time and left to be a part of Seven Buck Productions, mm-hmm. which is Dwayne Johnson's production company. And they're saying he's there just, you know, to handle the creative for Dwayne. Uh-huh. Just to handle the creative for Dwayne. Well, some people are saying, and, and Fightful gets credit for this. Some people are saying they're hearing, wait, it might not just be a match. Wait, he might be champion after Mania? <laughs> it it boggles the mind yeah to think that after all of these title matches that roman has had all the witch yes. featuring bloodline interference mind you um and the two years arc of cody returning and finishing the story yeah that not only does Cody not get to finish his story, he doesn't get to finish Roman's story either. That The no. Rock is going to come in at literally the 11th hour 
work himself into the main event of WrestleMania and write himself into becoming the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Fucking losing my mind chortling over here, as hilarious as that is. And also, especially if you want to look way, way back. So now Brian Gerwitz back into the mix of creative, the creative for the main event angle, the creative for the top angle. WWE that that certainly makes him sound like he's a top creative. Uh-huh. I bet there's a man named Paul Levesque who's really regretting spending most of the 90s and early 2000s motherfucking uh-huh. Dwayne to anyone who will listen. Oh, brother, pro wrestlers have an elephant-sized memory. They yeah. do not forget anyone that fucking wronged them. I mean, yeah. the direct correlation can be see Cody and Triple H with oh, the yeah. throne. And then oh, you yeah. take that back to now Triple H motherfucking the rock back in the day. Now yeah. that rooster's coming or coming home to roost or whatever. Yeah, it, the I, I know what I know what you're saying. Is. Um yeah. It's it's kind of hilarious, yeah. Uh, because this is the kind of high school. It's Mean Girls. I mean, yes, one hundred percent is high school drama on a billion dollar level. I was telling my wife about you know the the ups and downs of all this this week because I was yeah. like, oh, it's going to be a lot to talk about tomorrow. It's a soap and, opera, yeah, yeah. It's a soap opera. Like and off I screen, said, it's a soap opera more so than on the screen these days. And she's like, well, you know, it's probably because you know they're they're all hepped up. They got a bunch of testosterone, and it's all a dick measuring contest. They said you're not wrong, but also don't forget they're overgrown theater kids. Well, well, yeah, yeah, but also so the dramatics is just well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't the testosterone shrinky shrinky dink? <laughs> the balls at the least, balls, uh, at least yeah. yeah which will make the bigger. penis cord yes yeah uh, hey uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so Dwayne is, <sighs> is maybe coming into motherfuck Paul who also last week we were just himself. like he motherfucked himself because if I'm Dwayne my agent has been Ari Emanuel for a very long time. And uh-huh. he's probably asking me, Hey, you know what? You were, with, you've been with the company longer than most people here. Dwayne, what should we do? Mm-hmm. What do you think is the right move as a board member, as a board member, and as a former competitor? What do you think the right move is? I think somebody's about to get his political mojo back after motherfucking himself out of the DCEU. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> Yeah, the hope only you, place where he still has goodwill, the WWE. Yeah, hope you uh, you, you want to see Dwayne as champ, folks, because uh, it, uh, it very, very much could be happening. So, um, all right, pr- prediction time. Yes. Uh, I will say by SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Let, let's kind of let's do a kind of state of the, the upper level of WWE here. By SummerSlam, I'm saying Triple H has been fired. Okay. Because of what he knew and didn't uh, tell. Yeah. Amongst maybe other things. I don't know. I don't know if he joined in on any of it. Lord knows what could come out. Hey, something could be released right now as we're recording and most likely has. Um, So Triple H is out. Uh, Brian Gerwitz is head of creative. Um, Cody is uh, some kind of, uh, you know, has some kind of say. I don't want to say EVP sort of thing, but some kind of uh, office role um to to take over because Gortz is not that guy to go in front no. and handle press conferences and stuff like that. Cody definitely fucking is. Yeah. Um and he's Dwayne, been in the ring, he's been yeah. in the role, he's 
fucking PR trained like a motherfucker. The only downside to Cody is the fucking tattoo. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's, it. that's it. I mean, the slight list, but that's not a major. That's yeah. just a minor hurdle. Yeah, that, that, yeah, the, the fucking tattoo makes him look like trailer park trash. Yeah. Uh, and then Dwayne has, you know, supplanted himself uh, firmly, firmly in there. Uh, and yeah, that that's my prediction by SummerSlam. Do you have any? Uh, um, I will say Pritchard is fired. Yeah. No, I was going to say pretty much the, the, the reg- with Triple H goes the, the McMahon regime. Uh, just Pritchard kind of Hayes. A, yeah. A fun note this week: uh, Bruce Pritchard had to go out on uh, tricep surgery this week. So did he take a future <laughs> shock too? Did, did, yeah, did Drew McIntyre run a rampage yeah, backstage? But, but they were they were running through the creative prior to the Rumble. And, <laughs> you know, it was like, okay, we'll do this, don't do that, and then bit bit. Yeah. Uh, can you tell me how that DDT works again, Drew? Yeah. Oh sure, no problem. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, I, I, I think Pritchard's gone. I think Hunter's on leave. I think Borash, there's like a new group, which is like Borash, Michaels and Cody who mm-hmm. are running the show backstage. And of In course, terms of creative and, Gord- terms of creative. and Gord- Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No Brian Gowertz. No, I think he's going to go back to doing whatever Dwayne needs him to do because Dwayne, I think well, if Dwayne's a champion. Then, <laughs> then I, I, I think he will have dropped it by SummerSlam. I, I think he is, if he oh. wins it, it's going to be like fucking oh, God, May or June in Saudi Arabia. He drops the belt. Oh my God. That's even worse for Cody. Yeah. Jesus um, I, have, I have seen some people say, oh, here's what they're going to do. Roman's going to beat Rock. Cody's going to beat Seth. And then at SummerSlam this year, finish the story, unite the titles. I mean, I like that better than Rock beating uh, Roman. It's better than a lot of options. And by the way, everyone who's saying, oh, they'll just do a triple threat. You want to make Cody look like more of a cuck in professional wrestling than he does already? I don't think that's possible, but yeah. Like, <laughs> like let, let, let's look at Cody's history in, in the very short term here, yeah. you know, without going into all ups and downs. Was in WWE once, wanted to be the guy, was told very clearly, you're not that guy. We think you're a dork and you need to wear face paint. Yeah. So to be he fair, leaves. he committed fully to Stardust, and oh, I remember he, loving Stardust. He did, great. he did great, but he's like, I'm better than that. I'm a top guy. I'm sure. the guy. I need to be the guy. Betting on myself, he said. Yep. So he leaves, and he builds out another company. Now, granted, before he bu- – I, I always love underlining You're skipping part. a couple parts here, but well, yeah. Well, yeah, there's the, there's the whole Ring of Honor and the TNA and all that, but that's – that's not really important to my point here. Well, the so, ring of honor is where he met up with the box and that's where, uh, and then new Japan. And that's where yeah. all that came. That's where it began. Let, let, let me get my point okay, out. Cause it's, it's sort of a, a three tier thing. So okay, WWE wanted to be the guy totally wasn't going to be the guy left Indies ring of honor, new Japan, AEW. Not only am I going to be the guy, I'm going to build a company to be the guy, even though, you know, I was one of the last guys who was, swayed away from going to WWE when everybody uh-huh. was making their decisions together. So I'm going to wrap myself in the flag of being undesirable to undeniable. I'm going to mm-hmm. be the top guy. And you know how I'm going to be a top guy. I'm going to shoot myself in the foot and say, I can never be world champion, but also I'm going to be tone deaf to what the audience wants and do what I want my own w- little universe. And Oh no, I'm not the guy. I want to be the guy but no one lets me be the guy. And then you get a phone call 
WWE's calling back. We were wrong, Cody. We were wrong. You can be the guy. We'll make you the guy. Turns out you're not the guy, dude. <laughs> well, and, and the crowd thinks otherwise. The crowd thinks otherwise. I'll give them that. And, and also, I'm very worried they're sitting there going, oh, we fucked around on Brian, uh, Daniel Bryan for so mm-hmm. long. We'll just do it again. We'll run it back. It worked great the first time, even yeah. though we didn't intentionally do it. And we're trying to bury him the entire time up to yeah. and including giving his yes catchphrase to the big show. Anyway. 10 years ago, WrestleMania 30. Yeah. When, when Brian won. It's been, you know, the, the timeline, the timeline works out there. Uh, yeah. It is. It is just weird how full circle we've gone in so many ways. Just, he he once again thinks he's a guy. He's not the guy. He is finding it's himself. It's no fault of him this time. Uh, no, no, no. It's it's this time. This time. Yeah. The last <laughs> time AEW it was hundred percent, hundred percent his fault. But it is just so weird how often he keeps bumping up against these walls, and I don't know that he's learning from it at all. Because also when what WWE, do do? if you're in his position and you're told on Friday that you have to go out there and, and seed your, your, um, your match to the rock. Oh, you know, if you're a company guy, you say, yes, I'll do it. I'll cut the promo, all that. However, what a kick to the balls. I oh, hope yeah. the, oh, I hope the money's good. I hope the money's real good. No, I, I, I mean, I, I, God, I here we are in the year of our Lord 2024, and I'm sympathetic for Cody Rhodes. I mean, I just I did not see this on my bingo card, but they have just and again, he's done everything, and I I I can't believe this is my mindset. I mean, and I motherfucked this match, and I still think it was a bad idea. But dude went out there and wrestled a hell in a cell match with a torn fucking peck for this yep. company. Yep. Went out there. Um, you know, just got won the rumble last year, main event WrestleMania said you know was told it wasn't the time okay all right we'll run it back next year and that'll be the time add a little more heat to the story and then here we are 300 some days later and you know win the rumble again call it up and then all this other shit happens um and and here we are like hey man i'm sorry i know we said we're going to do this this year but uh you know we got big d back there he's ready to rock yeah, yeah, we and, need a win uh, right now. We need a PR win right now. And and let's be honest, he 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 transcends pro wrestling and, and he can make us look good again. He can make us look safe again. Because of Dwayne Johnson, this guy with this family friendly, you know, personality, and, and if, if he's on a project, you know it's safe. He gives us a stamp. We'll be fine. Don't worry, Cody. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, SummerSlam, maybe. We'll we'll we will anoint you. Don't worry. Man. Poor yeah, fucking it, guy. <laughs> like, it, it absolutely sucks. Now, before we go into AEW stuff and whatnot, I, I did want to add one little fun detail that is going around right now. They planned this on the Saturday of the Rumble and didn't tell Cody. Oh, so you're saying that Dwayne got involved before the Rumble and said, this is this is what we're trying to do, yeah. and then still had everything go, ah, it, it was said that there was, and I believe this, this was from Fightful. If it wasn't from Fightful, it was from PW Insider because they've been the ones who've written like the most lengthy details about all of this. Yeah, very that lengthy. There were graphics and merchandise being reviewed 
at the Rumble backstage for Mania featuring Rock Roman. So why not just have Rock come out and win the Rumble? Great question. Why 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 just why fuck over Cody like this? Because you can? Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe if he hadn't gone and tried to take us out with his own company, we'd treat him better. I don't know, man. Like it's I I, I genuinely feel bad for the guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, and there's a lot of history. You know, I don't even remember during the build to last year's mania. Mm-hmm. Did they ever go back to the Twitter feud that Cody and uh, Roman had when Cody was in Ring of Honor and accused I, uh, Roman of being on steroids so. and everything? I don't think so. Also, I don't think they want to touch the steroid thing with, you know, no, like, but you know, they could have at least oh. make an allusion to, you know, uh, uh, some, the history between, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I, it I, popped I in think, my mind. I don't think they touched that. They, they did hint at, you know, he left, made himself bigger, made himself better. And now he's back. You know, they, they acknowledged at least high level that yes, he competed elsewhere in between. Um, I will also just point out because it's funny, undesirable to undeniable has been the turn of phrase that Cody Mm -hmm. has used since doing press for AEW. It's how he describes himself constantly. Yeah. Dwayne posted on Twitter or sorry, Instagram last night about the SmackDown segment saying that the electricity was undeniable. Oof. (laughs) Damn. That's brutal. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, let's hit this button. Big week in AEW this week. If you're a fan of Lucha, holy shit, Chris, this is how an invasion angle needs to work. Yeah. Within minutes of the John Moxley, Jeff Hardy match ending on dynamite. Mm -hmm. We saw how you do an invasion angle. And it's by CMLL of all places. Like, Of the tier of the, of the the companies out there that I would expect or want to see this happen, I mean, no offense, they're kind of lower on the on the totem pole. But man, I, I think it's because they've always been kind of self contained. Yeah, uh, you know they they are lucha to lucha fans. It's not often that you would see guys like go to the states from CMLL or right. That's more of a triple A type thing. Yeah, like there were bits and pieces here and there like in ring of honor or i think maybe they sent some guys you know for wwf's uh light heavyweight division at a time or what have you but cml has always been self-contained it's its own little world they do fantastic mania tours in new japan oh, yeah the new japan too but yeah. yeah other than uh, that but they showed these guys in the crowd during the match they're sitting there they look fucking great in suits and lucha masks lucha which is in suits man that's always a win Always a killer look. Aesthetic W. And the minute that John Moxley, a guy who said, hey, you know what? I don't care who you work for. I don't care who you are. Step up or be stepped on. They bum rush the ring and beat the fuck out of one of the aces, if not the ace yeah. of AEW. Now, I will say having the fucking jobber squad run out to save Mox not the best look. No, there wasn't anybody else back there. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I recognize that it was the, these uh, four people who were in the eight man on rampage. Right. Was, yeah. You need to have somebody to feed to them on rampage, but a little higher stock than that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they talked about in commentary that the Blackpool combat club wasn't there and, right. and all of that, but it felt like this moment 
involving people who I have no idea who they are. I mean, I know who Mystico is. Right. But like I, I couldn't I, even say Hechicera last week. Yeah. Shout out for uh, uh, the AEW commentary team making me able to say it because I was just like, yeah. Hechero? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, and then Mox cuts this great promo that they re-aired on Collision. Yeah. Um, oh, the full was, thing? Yeah, the full thing. It was nice. on it was on uh, on the socials first, but just about yeah. like who were those guys? What the fuck's going on? And yeah. and leaves it open of like, hey, you know what? Maybe we'll come to you next. Which fuck yeah. Like I I want to see Claudio, Danielson, Mox, and Yuta just wrecking shit in Arena Mexico. I mean Yeah, that'd be cool shit. Yeah, uh, and, and they get to be the big ugly Americans. Like you, yeah. you know, you reverse it where they're the heels there, but faces in AEW. Yeah. Um I, I mean, if, if this leads yeah. to an eight man at revolution, then let's fucking go. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, I, I loved how this was done and it, it then got peppered throughout the rest of the shows. The aforementioned eight man, where it was just like, all right, here's four dudes who know how to eat moves. Well, yeah. here is all the move set of these guys. Here's yeah. everything they do. That looks cool. Congratulations. You now know who they are and now you can see them against other people. And then last night, excuse me, Danielson, Hechicero, such a cool match because it was so different than anything else on AEW programming, so different than anything else in American wrestling. It was a lot of, you know, submissions and holds, but it was the Lucha style. Uh, there was one spot where Hechicero does the, um, uh, what's it called? The, the it, Liger and Danielson both do it where they, you know, the surfboard thing. Surfboard, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surfboard drops it into a rear naked choke. It yeah. looked Slick as hell. It was so cool. Apparently the best part of that is Brian Danielson had done that earlier in the match and Nigel on commentary was just motherfucking it. And then Hechicero turns it around and does it on Danielson and Nigel's like, this is the most innovative, most amazing move I've ever seen. I mean, if Drew McIntyre is in the running for player hater of the year, then Nigel McGuinness is right behind it. Yeah, uh, Shivani was giving a shit on it on commentary, which reminds me, goddamn, the the addition of Tony Shivani to the collision commentary booth just raises the stock of that infinitely higher. It just makes you not worry about Kevin Kelly being there because you have Tony and Nigel who are going to carry it. Yeah, and Kevin Kelly still is just like his his emotional reaction to some things just sounds so canned and so fake and so. I don't get it. I don't get yeah. it. I, I recognize Ian Riccoboni was choice one and he's like, Hey, I have kids in a shoot job that I like. So yeah. uh, I can't do this every week. Um, but yeah, kind of a mess. Anyway, um, fuck them kids. Get your ass back there. Riccoboni. Right. <laughs> I will give Mox some credit for the match against Jeff Hardy because not that differently from say, uh, the match that Darby had, uh, both yeah. matches that Darby had, it was more about like, I'm just going to beat up this guy for a while. Yeah. Um, that's really all Jeff's good for at this point. Uh, he didn't even do his fucking dance when he came out. He didn't. He didn't. He, I, I think he was too blown up already. Jesus um, Christ. Yeah. Cut and, bait, and, man. and they did the, uh, Randy Orton, uh, hell in a cell spot of yeah. creepy ear shit, which yeah. with Excalibur's pen, no less. I mean, that's a big uh, enough gauge in his ear that it probably really didn't even hurt him. Yeah. No, no, it no, looks no. gnarly. So it looks gnarly. That that's the important part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, then we had, Hangman Adam Page versus Taya Leone. And you know what? I'm officially <laughs> going to say it correctly. Toa Leona. Oh, he's earned it. 
He's earned it because this match fucked. Oh my yeah. God. This was good. Um, Dude showed up and showed out and yeah. kudos to hangman for letting him get so much shit in. I've heard a lot of people criticize that because he got too much shit in. Yeah. Because hangman is being built as a possible world champion uh, opponent being a possible number one contender. And he basically only won because of a flash pin. His finishers didn't work. And it was a flash pin that gave him it. I would argue that you could then have Joe point out, you know what? That's another big Samoan who you faced and you could barely take him down. I'm yeah. more seasoned. I got a belt. I'm better. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, I think that's a very easy dot to connect. Right. But the key here is where has this guy been? Like he's been saddled in six man tags that nobody gives a shit about. That's yeah. where. I mean, he had some awkward spots, like he was doing some headbutts that didn't look great, but then he followed yeah. up with that fucking almost Van Terminator-esque flying headbutt across the ring. Yeah. Um, he he was a beast. Like, he felt like Umaga, uh, if, yeah. if I have a comparison. Uh, just, you know, this... Yes, he's built like the Samoan savages of, of yesteryear, but... Yeah. You know, there, there's a speed and there's a toughness to it. It isn't just like, oh, I can absorb headbutts because I'm Samoan. It's like that there was there was a, a weight to all of it. And uh, I I was for the longest time, I thought Khan was being held back by him. And yeah, now that's I fair. recognize that they're being held back by having to be stuck as, you know, the flunkies, even though Swerve is going to be a top guy. That they are the flunkies of him. Sure. It's kind of keeping them down a bit, but uh Big surprise that match. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson returned mm-hmm. and they now have goatees, probably because they just thought they looked better. No other mm. reason. Yeah, sure. No, no, no other yeah. reason to not have a creepy mustache at this point in time. Wardlow and Commander happened on Dynamite. Um, Commander got to basically be the ragdoll physics training dummy for. Uh-huh all of Wardlow's offense and Wardlow blew out his knee right at the finish. Uh, Doing a power bomb, something that's like his signature move. Yeah. Uh, the thing that was so crazy and I was scared for a minute was when he went to do it, he like slid to the right mm-hmm. and dropped uh commander basically like right near the turnbuckle area. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. I'm just thinking if his knee really gave out and you know, things were go- going bad, that could have been even worse for commander. For commander. Yeah. No yeah. Doubt. Um, and this really is another anchor on the entire undisputed kingdom thing, which is yet to fire in any cylinders. Yeah, it's it's a it's a big whiff every time they're out there. Yeah. Music sucks. Nobody cares about Taven and Bennett. Nobody ever will. Yep. Roddy, it's just a schmo. He's going to lose to Orange Cassidy whenever that match happens. I guess Revolution, if not before. I just, I don't care. It it is set for revolution. Okay. Unless they decide to, you know, plans change it and have it on a random dynamite. Um, Do it early and and move OC onto something else. Yeah. Um, We're actually supposed to see uh, a six man tag between kingdom and Roddy against uh, OC Trent and the world's most available man, Rocky Romero. <laughs> that dude gets the miles. Yeah. He's I, a jet setting motherfucker, man. I don't know how he does it. I think he was even on MLW last night. Like he's just everywhere. Uh, Speaking of MLW, Dr. Wagner. Ju- no, wait, that no, was, that was no. Noah. 
uh, Satoshi Kojima. Yeah, won the MLW title for the second time because he won it way back when MLW <laughs> launched in 2002. Yeah, two old man title changes last night on the shows. Well, I got him confused. Um, but the, the Noah one, it's, it's not Dr. Wagner Jr. It's El Ejo Del Dr. Wagner Jr. It's Dr. Wagner Jr.'s son. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. And I, got, I don't know I if guess, you've uh, ever. Have you seen a photo of, of uh, Ejo Del? Have you seen a photo of Dr. Wagner Jr. Jr.? <laughs> I saw a photo of him clutching the Noah title this morning. Okay, I'll have to send you another one because he is the like definition for large adult son. He is a okay. big boy, like baby Huey. It, it, it is it is comical. It, it's like you went into create a wrestler. You made a pitch perfect version of uh, of Doctor Wagner Jr. and then you just pushed out the width and pushed out the height. You like he is <laughs> he's a beefy boy. Um, and I actually do want to see that match because uh, Keno, uh, who was champ, is really fucking good. So he was um, one of the guys who fought Lij. Uh, yes, yes, he yeah, was, yeah, yeah. The red was, pants guy. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, with yeah, blonde yeah. hair and and, and yeah, all the yeah. kids. Yes, yeah. Um, but not Kiyomiya guy. No, no, no not Kiyomiya. <laughs> um, Kiyomiya is the twinkish looking one who Okada chumped on every single yes. opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Tony Schiavone had a sit down with Ricky Starks, Big Bill, Darby Allen, and Sting. This was great. I don't know why they shot it in what appeared to be a high school basketball gym. But <laughs> right? I, what was up with that? I have no idea. Did somebody know someone who had access to a high school? You know what? Maybe I shouldn't say that sentence out loud, given everything else going on right now. Oh, uh, jeez. Yeah. Anyway. We're, yeah. This was great. I thought it was very, very good. Uh, I'm looking forward to the match this week, which is now under Texas tornado rules, by the way. I Maybe that was announced on Rampage. I haven't seen Rampage yet, but I, they talked about it on Collision last yeah. night. Uh, I am going to eat all the words right now, and I've already eaten some of them with relation to this. Fucking Big Bill, man. He has, we've said the phrase a lot today. He stepped up. Yeah. He was so good in that segment on the mic. Yeah. His confidence uh, is there, which yes, is something he that, had been lacking. That's exactly it. He's I mean, confident he with Ricky Starks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he yeah, gets some yeah. confidence. Like, it, it just rubs off on you. But I, I yeah. thought he was just so good in that segment. I mean, Ricky was awesome. And Sting. Well, I mean, he's always awesome. Sting did his thing. Darby, by the way, getting worlds better at promos. Yeah. Cause his, he, I think he realized, oh, I just need to be me more and less like yeah. I'm a wrestler and I want to do a match, blah, 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 blah. Um, but yeah, big bill surprised the shit out of me in that segment. Yeah. I'm going to be sad when they lose the titles on Wednesday. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Unless the bucks cost them the belts, uh, cost Darby and sting the belts. See, my idea is sting and Darby win. And then the, t- the, the match at revolution is for the titles and the bucks win at revolution and then become tag champs and our heel champs. Definitely could work. Definitely could work. I wouldn't be shocked if that's the destination, but we'll see. Yeah. Chris Jericho and Kyle Fletcher had a match. And before I talk about the content of the match, <laughs> whoever made Kyle Fletcher's new gear did him fucking dirty. First and yeah. foremost, in his entrance, he does this thing where he's, you know, he he's standing with his back to the heart or not to the heart camp, to the, to the, uh, stage camp. He's facing the Contron. Yeah. He's, he's facing the Contron. And 
this might have just been the compression because I was watching it on fight as opposed to on TNT. Might have uh-huh. been the compression. I'm sitting there going, is he bare assed right now? Yeah. Is, he, <laughs> is he just like throwing out the cheeks? What what's yeah. going on here? And then he comes out and credit to uh, a, a phrase I saw online here. Dude looks like he was wearing a dirty Band-Aid. Like it, it was, <laughs> it, I like Kyle Fletcher a lot. And yes. I think this match was, you know, a, a good showcase for him. Yeah. Um, but man, that gear did him so dirty. He, he looked yeah. like shit and uh, not, not a fan of that by any means. Um, yes. Solid match, match though. Yeah, solid match. Uh, Jericho doesn't know how to take a top rope brain buster, which no, makes sense. Ugly, but yeah. Um, I mean, Hey, Jericho at 50, whatever saying, you yeah, know, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Like, okay. Cool. Yeah. Good for you, Chris. I, I will just say, uh, yes, we're getting to against Jericho this coming Wednesday. We need to fucking get to the fireworks factory. We don't know how long Kenny's going to be gone. And I am so, so tired of the Callis family and Jericho being tied with each other. Yeah. Like, Let's just move. What's the end game here? Who's the end boss? Is it Takeshita then? I guess. Because Jericho already wrestled Hobbs, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's Takeshita. I guess. Also, if they're doing, you know, find replace booking, I guess maybe the end all be all was going to be Omega Takeshita 2. So I I could see maybe that's the direction they went here. But also Takeshita fucking needs to win on Wednesday. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just going to say. Yeah. Having him lose would be uh, absolutely ridiculous at this point. He's got like cool music and a whole new set of gear. Like the guy's fucking ready. Give him him a push here. We talk about that that new generation of main eventers. He's wearing fucking there. Like, let's do this thing. Uh, there was a video package with Diana Perrazzo talking about her tattoos, including the one she shares with Tony. And I, again, ask you, who the fuck is the face in this feud? Or who the fuck cares? Yeah, Just, that's the other side of it. It, it, yeah. there's, it. It's about a tattoo that means apparently nothing to either one of them. But right. now it means something because they got it together. And uh, But it wasn't as weird as the following segment, which did something run short? Uh, (laughs) why did this happen i know exactly what you're talking about the bang bang scissor gang came out yeah the the bang bang absolutely fuck all they caster didn't have a rap no uh they did their catchphrase they did a little bit of you know uh you know shits and giggles with uh card blade card blade and some more shits and giggles with the hull. We got two words for you. Hey, that's my gimmick. How dare you say that in front of me? Blah, 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 blah. And you know, the passing the torch of no, 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 we don't say suck anymore. We say guns up. And that was your out. And, uh, they didn't even even say like, Oh, we're going after so-and-so next. Like this group got together by the way, to go against the undisputed kingdom. Yeah. And they have not been anywhere near them. Yeah, very nowhere weird. Nowhere near them. Which I guess for them is probably better at this point, but still. Yeah, yeah but like the Undisputed Kingdom, you know, they murked Jay White backstage. Yeah. They fucking threw Bowens through glass. glass like, yeah. You would think there'd still be some residual rage, but I guess winning Ring of Honor six men titles just smooths everything over. Yeah, it's weird. Diana Perrazzo had a match with Taya Valkyrie. I liked this match a lot, and it wasn't just because Tony Storm was incredible on commentary during it. She was very good. She's very, very funny. 
again, I feel like she's really treading the line on the, the sexual stuff, but yes, yes. Uh, to an entertaining degree, but I could see where we're turning people off. It is, especially in this climate and in, in the world of pro wrestling in general, yeah, you, you, you want to pull the plane up a little bit right yeah, now. Yeah. 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 Um, I liked the match a lot. Nice to see Taya on dynamite with a decent match. Yeah. Uh, she took everything Deanna had and made Deanna look like a monster, but that's the thing. Made Deanna look like a monster who wants to break your limbs. And at the same time, this monster who breaks your limbs and is so self-confident and pushes away the camera is really sad because her friend is acting like, like an actress now. And the only way to fix it is to take the title away, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's weak. Yeah. And also the fireworks factory is Mariah turning on Tony and right. maybe becoming champion after that. Yeah. Like this, it, it, it's, it's very weak. It is just a very weak bit of storytelling and, it, and it's unclear who I should be rooting for uh, because the crowd likes Tony. Like that, sure. that's where they are. Um, but Deanna's de- job was not to like, yeah, Deanna's definitely being put in like, Oh, you know, she's this acquisition. She's this star who's traveled all around the world. Like she's being placed as if she means something. I will say the way they're building Serena Deeb up Deeb Deanna is probably going to be awesome when they do it. Sure. But at the same time, now I think about it, they have the exact same gimmick. Uh, yeah, just one with a little more conviction. Yes. Yes. And about 20 more years of experience. (laughs) Yes. Um, Renee Paquette backstage with Darby Allen. And uh, she asked him about his admiration for the young bucks. Darby's like, what, what the shit is this? And then the bucks, you know, try to produce the interview and that sort of thing. I don't know what it says about me, Chris, but I was sitting there and this is legitimately true. I was sitting there and I went, why the fuck are they doing a segment with Darby and the young bucks? What's going on here? I forgot that that's the match that <laughs> yeah. he and Singer are doing right. to headline the next pay-per-view. I was just going, why the fuck are they doing this? What? Yes. Yeah, this farewell match. Yeah. 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 The most important thing in AEW <laughs> right now, I'm yeah. sitting there. My doofus brain is like, hmm, I guess maybe they're going to do something with Darby and the bucks. Like know. he had a busy week. I understand. Hell, I'm a fucking idiot. Anyway, Joey Samoe came out to do commentary for the main and God damn, he's good at that spot. I mean, is there anything Joe's not good at? I don't think there is carrying TNA on his back. That's really what it is. But I think that wasn't a fault of him. That was more TNA's the the current WWE problem than anything else. Yeah, Um, I'll I'll blame that on Bully Ray just because that guy sucks. I have to give. Rob Van Dam, all the credit on this match. Not to say that Swerve didn't do his thing. But no, he absolutely did. But yeah, Rob Van Dam looked like he came out of a time machine at a point. Yeah, like he he hit all his signature spots. He didn't look blown up. Also, it looked like he dropped some serious weight. Like even he, since the last time we saw him. Yeah, um, I will say it, there was a point like when he was coming out and he you know raised his arms above his head, and yeah. that's where it really could tell like oh he's leaned out. His arms, legs are leaning. It's like oh he's still got a big fucking head though. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just uh, look at the the noggin on that boy. He yeah, and snow. Yeah, and I will it's say, like Sputnik. <laughs> I will say there is a little bit of the, the the Shawn Michaels. Oh no, his ponytail is undone, and now we can see the ravages of time on his head. At yeah, a point. yeah. Um, but uh, this was great. Uh, I also loved Hangman uh, cutting the promo from the Contron, going, "Hey, dummy! It said you could." 
point you could pick the stipulation why yeah why do you do that it's gonna be a hardcore match have fun like yeah <laughs> I thought that was great i, I like that was really funny but joe added a ton to this match as well yes yes he he was so good on commentary he was he was funny when he needed to be funny he was serious when he needed to be serious he he made swerve sound like you know king shit on fuck mountain he made rob van dam sound like you know this this incredible legend referenced their own history yeah Ah, it was it was so good um the the whole promo bit with uh with hangman and swerve at the end it felt a little off i don't know again if this was something where oh they're supposed to go to 1005 and oh shit it's we've got worth of material and they had to stretch it out but it was a little weird um I'm looking forward to the match, though. Absolutely. I, I mean, do ask you, though. Yeah. This coming week on Dynamite, they're doing Swerve, Hangman 3, winner gets the title shot at Revolution. Double pin, clean win, draw. What do you think they're going to do? I don't think it's going to be a clean win. Because um, I feel like, you know, in order to justify these two fighting on forever, Hangman has to win a match. <laughs> at some point yeah, yeah that, that's true and and i will say he did have the point that he made which was you've beaten me but you haven't beaten me by yourself fair it's really fine and, and but also if they're going to a more sports-based records meaning something that's two and zero against hangman as swerve so that's what that, matters that was the next thing i was going to get into yeah i've seen a lot of discourse about the rankings of course i mean that's <laughs> that's what twitter's for and I don't know if anyone understands how these are supposed to work. These are 2024 rankings based off of January, 2024. Yeah. Exclusively the wins and losses in January, 2024. Mm-hmm. There are people talking about like, Oh, you know, Roddy strong. What's his deal? How'd he get up there? Didn't he lose these guys? Or what about, you know, this team like silver and Reynolds, what did they do? That was worthwhile. They lost a lot last year. Yeah. Last year. How do we figure this out every single time there's a football season or a baseball season or a basketball <laughs> season where it's like, oh, it's a new season. Therefore, right. last year didn't count. Yeah. yeah. Same fucking idea, guys. Yeah. I will admit it's cheesy as hell, but it's really simple. We need yeah. to stop overcomplicating things for ourselves. The the discourse about fucking Cody and Rock, I stepped my toe into it and it people are just it is in circles about different ways of doing this. The amount of spin and cope uh, that is happening on wrestling Twitter this weekend. It's, it's just, it's ridiculous. Uh, I, you know, Raj Geary, formerly of wrestling Inc, I think is one of the most egregious vendors. I'm like, bro, how much money are they sliding you on the, on, on the down low? Because you are working overtime to try and justify this shit. Yeah, it's it, it's not very good. Um, but hey, there was a show on Friday. I've seen none of it, so I can't tell you how it was. All right, let's move uh, on. But, uh, Saturday. Saturday. Well, I'll, I'll just run through, I'll just run through the <laughs> results real quick. Uh, Top Flight beat Private Party. Uh, mm. So now they're one and one, probably a, a third one. Uh, Ricky Starks and Big Bill beat Alex Reynolds and John Silver in an eliminator okay. match, which means the next rankings they're fucking gone yeah like they fucking drop uh let's see willow nightingale defeated queen queen amanada there you go got it that time uh they set up the six man between best friends and um 
uh, Undisputed Kingdom. Uh, and the main event was, of course, the CMLL Showcase 8-Man with Mystico, Volador Jr., Hechicero, and Mascara Dorada defeating Chris Daniels, Matt Seidel, and 2.0. Okay. Uh, but then was last night's show, which, of course, happened on... It was Collision and opened strong. It was a proving ground match. Uh, Eddie Kingston, the Continental Classic Champion, Continental Crown Champion, going against Brian Keith. If Brian Keith won, he would get a future shot at said Continental Crown. These dudes beat the piss out of each other. Uh, I, I know I've been a, a uh, cheerleader of Brian Keith mm-hmm. on this show since he's popped up. He did lose. He lost clean. Match was really good. Lost clean. But then afterwards, because they were in Texas, which is where Keith is from, mm, okay. announced officially he is all elite. Solid so, pickup. I mean, yeah. I feel like he's got a excuse me bright future. I saw somebody I forget who it was on Twitter uh, doing the dream um, match or uh, joining of um, you know the bandits of Hangman Adam Page. Uh, what is he? The outlaw Brian Keith and Bandito. And, yeah, uh, body hunter, bounty hunter, bounty hunter. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I'm in here. here. Especially, I'm here I mean, current if Swerve has, page. yeah, and if Swerve has some goons helping him out, then uh, you know, Paige could use a little backup, some non-elite backup. So yeah, that's that's right there. That'd be cool. Uh, as mentioned, we had the Hechicero Brian Danielson match. When Danielson was coming out, he uh, he did a shoulder check on uh, Kingston. So that's Love that. still a thing that's uh, going to be happening. Uh, there was a pin uh, by Danielson out of a submission to score the win. Okay. Hechicero jumped Danielson post match. Claudio ran him off. And uh, they've got a six man coming up on Wednesday. Hell yeah. Um, FTR and Daniel Garcia cut a promo putting over their match against Christian Cage in the. Uh, patriarchy uh later that evening um, oh so nick wayne actually wrestled nick wayne actually wrestled and people that? i haven't watched it yet like i said i watched just like the first half of the show yeah apparently him and garcia in the ring was awesome hell yeah so um hook as they were announcing during the hechicero match demand showed up at the arena demanded a match and crucially demanded a match against two people okay so Hook squashed the outrunners of Turbo Floyd and Truth Magnum, <laughs> which I enjoy just because I get to say Turbo Floyd. Turbo Floyd. Uh, Mark Briscoe, Dark Side of the Moon at double speed. Yes. Uh, Mark <laughs> Mark Briscoe uh, did an in-ring promo with uh, Tony Schiavone. It was uh, all about House of Black taunting him with House lights go on, lights go off, lights go on, lights go off. Uh, Adam Copeland uh, is going to be back next week on Collision for a promo. Um, okay. Serena Deeb defeated Queen Amanada. So, again, Queen Amanada putting up a ton of losses for the AEW women's division. And here's where it gets a little hinky. Tony Schiavone welcomes the number one ranked Swerve Strickland and Prince Nana to the ring. Okay. And he's putting over the match on Wednesday against hangman, Adam page. And he proceeds to say, and, and by the way, I, I want to preface this with hear me out because when I start to say this, it might sound bad. Okay. He starts talking about the short, but strong lineage of black champions. And this is black history month. 
And because of that, he wants to put himself in the books. He wants to make himself champion. He wants to join that lineage because it's, you know, it's a month of pride. It's a month of, you know, respect. It's a month of history and he wants to make history. I like the idea a lot. If he fucking draws or worse loses to hangman on Wednesday, that's a scary fucking promo to leave off on. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a good look. It's not a good look. I want Swerve as champ. It's been defined so many times on this show. And I think that angle for the promo makes sense. Yeah. But I hope they already knew where this was all going prior to him cutting this promo. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it'll come out eventually as some kind of backstage politicking, uh, you don't know, but he didn't tell anybody he was going to cut a promo like this to try and force their hand into a corner to book him uh, to win or something like that. You know, I, hope, I hope that's not the case. Yeah, I hope, but my, my tinfoil hat, you know, uh, mind just kind of spit that out. Yes. Uh, Red Velvet defeated Vert Vixen, and then it was FTR and Garcia, or as people are calling them, FT Garcia. And uh, it's no comforter. No, no. But uh, they defeated the uh, patriarchy in the main event. And uh, Garcia was the one who was able to get the win. So Wayne, I'd imagine. Yes. Yes. And then we got dynamite this Wednesday, the aforementioned number one contenders match, Swerve Strickland versus Hangman Page. Ricky Starks, a big bill defending the AW tag team titles against Sting and Darby Allen, Texas tornado match, Chris Jericho versus Kanosuke Takeshita. Uh, the six man tag between the undisputed kingdom and best friends and another six man tag as John Moxley, Brian Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli face Mystico, Volador Jr. And Hechicero. Wow. As that feud continues. That is a stacked dynamite. And if that wasn't enough, I was going to say you're missing some, something very important here. Tony Khan has a big announcement. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, there are a number of possibilities as to what it could be. Yeah. Um, you know, Okada still has a couple shows that he did a handshake agreement to perform yeah, at uh, he, for New he's, Japan. He's officially a free agent as of this past Wednesday. Yeah. Um, it could be Mercedes Monet popping up. Yeah. Um, I've, you know, I've seen a lot of people saying maybe they'll do the CM Punk thing where they're like, join us for a very special Donna, dynamite in Boston, Massachusetts, because uh, that's where she's from. But also, I don't know that man, that many people know that's where she's from. Like, he would have to be like, it's going to be a boss time or something like that. You know, he'd have to be yeah, really well, late. Boss, boss time, I'd imagine, might have been copywritten by WWE yeah, or but, trademarked by copywritten. Right. Yeah. Trademarked by WWE. Yeah. I, I, I feel like there has to be something very winking, you know, yeah. we're looking to make a bunch of Monet that night, something where it's, it's <laughs> just way too on the nose because I don't think, you know, she's anywhere near as tied to the region as punk is sure. Chicago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I guess, you know, at the same time, he could just be like, all right, guys, guess what? Uh, tickets for all in at Wembley still on sale. If you want to just God. pick some up, uh, please, for the love of God, we're, we're stalling out at 40. We really want to, we really want to get past that number. You guys, it'll, it'll go up closer to the show. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it'll be interesting to see what gets said. He has teased that 
2024 is the new 2021. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I do also kind of wonder if they do the Mercedes Monet thing and they do it like punk and they hint like, Oh, okay. You know, there's a special dynamite. We want uh-huh. you to join us live and in person. And they debut Okada first. And then, and then do Monet after. And then do Monet, do the, the Danielson Cole thing again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think that might be clever if, if they c- can pull that off. Because yeah, we still don't know where Okada's going. Uh, my understanding is Monet was going to be announced on the last collision as sort of a, a, a thing to rumble counter night. the rumble. Yeah, uh, but legitimately they went. We don't want to be involved or get buried in this right now. So smart. That's pushed it out. They pushed it out. So we'll see what it is. Um, You know, I still wanted to be fucking AEW on max. Just fucking give me that, please. (laughs) I I don't want to keep paying for pay-per-views, even if I pay for them with the international one, because I traveled into the Netherlands every time I watch a pay-per-view. Yeah, well, it's a wonderful country, especially this time of year. Um, You know, it's a good thing you speak freaky deaky Dutch. <laughs> the Roughhouse Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at RoughhouseSGW, at Facebook.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash the Roughhouse Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Roughhouse Redos, and Roughhouse Divided movie trivia games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe, motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod. House uh podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House Podcast with Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. <laughs>